0: And welcome to another edition, another week of Beckett Radio. I'm yours truly, Derek Ficken, alongside the big man, Justin G. Are you making fun of my size? No. you're the big man on campus. You yeah. you are the big man here at Beck Media. Everyone knows who you are. All Everyone right. wants to be you. You're the man. Who the hell are you talking to? I'm, t- I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, we're looking at each other. Who have you been talking to lately? <laughs> I don't know about that, man. But thank you. So, I, pre- yeah, I appreciate that. So, so
1: what's up? What's going on? Not much, man. Obviously, just, uh, you
0: don't feel like you're the big man here, but it's I, okay.
1: I just kind of sit at my desk and price stuff. Yeah, you have your noise-canceling uh, I do, headphones on. although I have heard you say snarky comments when I take them off, and you're like, he can't hear you. He always has those headphones on. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sitting right here. It's pretty funny
0: whenever you have them on, and we creep up behind you and we'll like throw something at you. No, you guys always
1: kick my chair.
0: Well, it's just funny because you scream like a little girl. I do not. You you
1: scream. Do like no a such little thing?
0: Girl. I will talk to Dan hit. I will get Dan on here soon and oh, he, Brian. Oh, of
1: course they're going to. Brian doesn't do anything. He sits in his
0: office. Well, he he uh we we have some fun when when we make fun of you. Okay. Uh so That's right. but well,
1: it's nothing like we make fun of Brian. Well, I mean, of course
0: he's just an easy he's, victim. Yeah, he's company Brian. Yeah. Uh so <laughs> let's let's get back to trading cards. Uh let's just thank everyone. We have over 200 listens for this past week of of Beckett Radio for all last right. week's show. So special shout out to all you guys who Very checked nice. it out, listened, um, gave us a ton of support and
1: appreciation. I saw that I have at least one fan on an email. Yeah, you have, have one fan. And then I have one that was the most indifferent statement I've ever read in my life. He's like, Justin Beck, meh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I, I laughed at that. I was like, all right, I'm not hated. <laughs>
0: Everyone wants me to bring back Boom more. I saw that. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't think it was going to catch on. but Apparently it apparently did. Apparently it did, so I'll bring it back. The, boom, that just happened. The Beckett there it Boom. Is. Yeah, the Beckett Boom, there it is. So we'll bring that back. But, yes, thank you so much for helping us out. Make you know, Just, just making Beckett Radio awesome in, yeah. in, in just a span of a year. Uh, We started this idea from scratch and it went all the way to what we had last week. It's crazy. So we really do appreciate it. What we are going to say is that the giveaways are going to continue into this week's show. Really? So I'll explain it more after the show, um, but I'm just going to let you know, for people who didn't check it out last week, listen to that one, of course. But listen to this one and find out how you can win all these cool giveaways.
1: And let's see if I can get more than just one fan. So yeah. thank you to that one guy. I appreciate you. I, I want a little counter. I you want
0: know who to see you are how many there. people who likes me and who likes Justin.
1: Oh, that's not even close. They're all gonna choose you.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. That's okay. I get I, I have tons if, of haters out if there. If
1: I got like five, maybe six fans, I'd be like, All right. That would be a good day I day for feel you. accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> five out of two hundred. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's not bad. So
0: uh let's let's kind of start it off new products and pricing. Uh, You're not going to do it this time. I'm not. You're going to sit here, and you're going to listen to me. I'm just going to twiddle
1: my thumbs while you do this. There you
0: go. So let's start it off. New products, only a few coming out this upcoming week. 2014-15 SPX Basketball. That's going to be a lot of fun. Upper Deck, obviously, that's one of their – it's going to be one of their final products because of the CLC licensing, changing hands in a little bit. Um, so
1: they're gonna go big on this,
0: yeah. Hopefully in the next year, I don't remember when the deal expires, but yeah, they go big or go home. You know that—that's what I say all the time. Obviously, Panini did that when they lost their NHL license to Upper Deck. National so, Treasures was ridiculous. Yeah, Net Prime Panini Prime Hockey oh, was crazy. My gosh, yeah. So you know, maybe they'll they'll pack it out. You know, with tons of college stuff, that would be. Cool. I have faith in them. They usually they
1: always put out a good product.
0: Yeah, and uh, Tops Fire Football is coming out as well next yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we're, we'll be uh, doing a case break Beckett auctions. Oh, really? On uh, next week. So if you guys want to get your team, shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. Check it out. Uh, Beckett auctions is our. I uh, was our, our Twitter, you know, Facebook, all that good stuff. So check it out. It's on there. That's nice. it. For, that's it for products. Only two. Wow. Yeah. So pricing. Let's go over there. Bowman Sterling baseball is priced. Panini National Treasures baseball is currently being priced as we speak. 2014-15, Court Keynes basketball was finished pricing today. You're welcome. And 2014, top strata football has been done. You're missing one. What?
1: The one I just finished before the show. Well, that, absolute football. Y- you just know what you should do?
0: It. And I'm going to bring this up to Dan because he always talks about Keeping the spreadsheet updated. It is
1: updated. Well, you, you should. Look at it. I updated it. All right. I did it this morning. Well, well uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, no, yeah. sir. Oh yeah. No, sir. I did it at nine o'clock this morning. We are we are arguing about this on <laughs> air. Yes, it's happening. All right. Check it so, out at nine o'clock this so morning. I did which it. one was that? Absolute football. Absolute football is done. Yep. Cool. Well, as much as it can be. There's there are a lot of sets that were retail only, and yeah. there were some that were just so rare that we couldn't price it. Yeah. So if you see some of your parallels that are numbered to 20 or 15, there's just nothing being sold out there on some of those cars. Yeah,
0: man. I'm honestly surprised that it hasn't been broken as much as people thought, you know. I
1: think it's a different format and I think it threw people off maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I always enjoyed it. I enjoyed breaking it on camera. Yeah, I thought it that was, was great. Cool. Yeah. Um I will say though this about this about the product. This yeah. is the first ever certified autograph of cam chancellor in this product so that that's pretty can't big. find any on ebay but yeah. i mean richard sherman took off like crazy mm-hmm. i think he's gonna have i mean it's his first ever autograph he's only got maybe 20 or 40 i think in this product yeah that's that's a low number so mm-hmm. you should keep an eye out for that guy's autograph they're gonna be really hard to get
0: yeah definitely i mean you know it just i mean whenever you find out a player like that caliber you know, on a caliber type defense like Seattle has their first autograph. I would expect
1: that product to yeah. be well, heavily broken. Well, another name that stuck out for me was Cameron Wake. Mm, and I'm yeah. like, I know I know the name, and I'm like, he's not Is, uh my uh Miami? Miami? Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, I mean he's good. He's not oh. some like superstar rock star. His car his autographs are selling for like fifty bucks. Wow. I priced it at about I priced it at sixty just in case somebody got lucky and sold one higher. Yeah. And I go and talk to Dan Hitt. And I'm like, "Well, what's going on with this guy?" And he's like, "Very few autographs, and people like to collect them. It's just one yeah. of those things." Huh? That's
0: interesting. Yeah. No, I'm you know I'm excited to see uh, the future of Absolute. I'm always a fan of it. You know, yep. with with Hog Heaven and all that it's good stuff. Been around for yeah, fifteen for 20 years, years like twenty years, I think. I think that's Is what it more, Tracy maybe said. Maybe twenty years. I, I don't, don't. know. It's don't been know. a long time. yeah. It's been a long time. So that that's pretty cool. Yep. To see that going on. Let's go to why I brought you in here. Um, Not really for looks. No, of course not. Uh, But for news around the hobby, you are the football guy here. I am. So why not talk more about football than to talk with you? Um, All right. We saw the divisional games last weekend, and you were happy. Go Paco. I unfortunately think the Cowboys should have won. And I, think I believe boring. that was a catch. But here's the thing, you can call the rule and whatever. Here's
1: all I'm gonna say. All right, let's hear it. Let's I, hear it
0: from a Packer fan.
1: I, as a Packer fan, yeah. when it first happened, yeah. I looked at my uncle and said that was a catch. Yeah. I was like, that is a dumb challenge. Yep. it's not getting overturned. Mm-hmm. The moment Mike Pereira came on and said it's not a catch, and here is why mm-hmm. I listened carefully and then watched the slow mo. I was like, okay. According to the rule, dumb rule, it's not a catch. Exactly. Should have been. I agree. Yeah. I don't think that people should be all whiny about it and let it go. Yeah, you know. It, but it's a dumb rule. It's, it is a dumb rule. And do you think it'll get changed after this? I don't know. Maybe because Jerry Jones has, has he's the strings. He's got the strings. He he talks to Goodell apparently a lot. He's one of the, like the three influential owners. Mm. Him, Robert Kraft, and I forgot who the other one was, but. They got three guys that are basically gonna tell Goodell, change this rule and yeah. he'll do it.
0: Yeah, you know, it
1: was definitely unfortunate, but it definitely was funny. But well, here's the other thing that people are that people are not realizing or thinking about. Mm. Had he caught that and they scored on that drive, Green Base still would have had three minutes plus to march down that field. Mm-hmm. And they only needed a field goal to win. And the way that Aaron Rodgers was marching down that field and hey, hooking up with Adams and yeah. uh jordy and all them yeah. i mean he there was a very real possibility that green Bay still could have won that game on a field goal at the last second
0: yeah i mean and and what was funny is that in my other radio show i do on the weekends mm-hmm. i called it i was like it's going to go down to the wire it's going to be a field goal to win the game by mason crosby they, so i was pushing yeah. for the cowboys <laughs> to get that and then be like so oh so my right. gosh i can be perfect on this prediction no yeah but
1: i mean it was it, it but, was
0: unfortunate it was unfortunate but not for packer fans not for packer fans y'all are going to the it's Netflix. unfortunate
1: for me cuz i live in dallas and all i hear about is yeah, exactly. that
0: i mean i was with a friend watching the national championship on monday at a bar and there was some Catch that was ruled incomplete or something because it hit the ground, and he just went off. He was like, "That shouldn't be a catch. That shouldn't be a catch." Because Des Bryant did it, and that wasn't a catch. So I was just like, "Dude, we're gonna hear about it calm this until down. Yeah, it's was, gonna happen until August." And that's what sucks about not really being a Cowboys fan is you have to deal with that
1: stuff. You know, Cowboy fans don't let things go. Exactly. But I'm not gonna badmouth the team. I'm not. I'm not. We either. have a lot of, because we have a lot of people that work here that are Cowboys fans. And oh, I, I am care. not causing
0: bad blood. Oh, I don't care. They can come up to me. They can come up to my desk and see all my Niner gear. I'll, I'll talk to them <laughs> straight. I'll shoot it to them straight. You know, no. I
1: okay, I don't want to badmouth the fans. Okay, that? Cause that's I, fine. Because that's where I was getting into, and I don't want to go into that realm. Yeah.
0: So the Packers are moving on. They're playing the Seattle Seahawks, who absolutely steamrolled the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, they
1: they kept it close in the beginning of the fourth, and then steamrolled. They, yeah. had, they had they had their chance. They had
0: control of that game all throughout. It was yeah. no question they it were was win. it was pretty ugly. Yeah. yeah. So Packers and Seahawks throw the fandom out of the window. Fandoms out the window. What do you think about this game with an injured Aaron Rodgers in Seattle?
1: I think my personal prediction is that the Seahawks will win. Okay, but Green Bay can win if certain factors come into play. Let's hear Hey, their defense is very different now than it was before. Mm-hmm. And if they can protect Aaron Rodgers from having to scramble like they did with the Dallas game, mm-hmm. he was he was pretty well protected in that game. Yeah. And he,
0: he kept his poise. But you still saw him limp yeah. when he was running. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, so he's, so he's,
1: he's really hurt. Well, he's even said, I feel worse now than I did before the Cowboy game. So yeah. he's not feeling good. Yeah. But I would rather take an injured Aaron Rodgers over 80% of the quarterbacks in the
0: nfl i was gonna say you would take an injured aaron Rodgers over a healthy russell
1: wilson i thought no, you were gonna say no no, no, that, no. i was just like no can i throw him? something i know <laughs> no um if they but i've always said this as a packer fan they can never stop a running quarterback if they can mm. stop russell wilson from running they have a chance yeah so if green bay wins i obviously i'll be very happy i will not be completely shocked yeah but if they lose, I'm not going to be really upset because I kind of expect them to lose yeah. this game. So let's go to the AFC. The Patriots actually yep. did it. Yeah, they, they beat did. the Ravens. Yeah, they did, and kind of kind of scared everybody at the end though when they batted it up. Yeah. I was like, no, yeah, this that, is not that, happening. That would have been <laughs> a great finish. That would have been a
0: typical New then. England Baltimore finish. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so uh, New England's going on to the the championship game against a team that I picked. But a lot of people didn't think about this. Right. Peyton lost. And yes. he was hurt. Yes. And now it makes complete sense yeah. about the the demise over the past two, three weeks and how he was playing. Right. But the Colts beat him. The yeah. The Colts beat him bad. Dude. Yeah. They,
1: it was. It, it wasn't even Here's blessed. the thing is the defense. Peyton's not on the defense. Defense mm-hmm. could have stepped up and they didn't. True. So Colts, New England. Thoughts? I think that the Patriots are going to do it. Yeah. Um, how bad. <laughs> how bad going to be? I don't think it's going to be as bad as really? people would think. I think it's going to be close, but it's going to be I think it'll be a uh, like a 20 to 25 to 21 score mm. kind of thing, 24-21. It's going to be pretty competitive. I think it's going to be really good. And this is also a true test. Even if they lose, I think this will be a test for the Colts to see how good Andrew Luck is, how true. can he compose himself yeah. in that setting? Yeah, the problem is that I don't think he has gone up
0: against something like that with so much on the line. No. Since college, right, and, and college doesn't even compare to the pros. No,
1: college is a whole other ball game. So I mean, it's a whole uh, other, yeah.
0: Animal. With with his weak offensive line, unfortunately, his his offensive targets have been dwindling as the season gets yeah. longer. Yeah, I think it, for both games, I think it's going to be a two touchdown game for each. I think the Seahawks are going to beat them by fourteen, and I think the Patriots are going to beat the Colts by like fourteen to seventeen. Wow! I think I think they're going to be not close games, not competitive. Well, so that's horrible. You I, don't want that. I, I know, but it's unfortunate. That's why I wanted the Cowboys to win because I thought the Cowboys would have a chance against the Seahawks. They already did it once this year.
1: Yeah, they did it once, but it was earlier in the. I I think the Seahawks would have steamrolled them. Uh, yeah, I'm I. A, Honestly, I think it would have
0: been a better matchup for the Cowboys and and, and Seahawks and Packers and Seahawks.
1: Well, either way, I think that it's just... I mean, whoever's going into Seattle has a tough task ahead of them. Oh, yeah. If you beat them in Seattle, I would put them as the odds-on favorite Mm -hmm. to win the Super Bowl. If Green Bay wins in Seattle this weekend, I don't see why they don't win the Super Bowl. Oh, no. Yeah, I would be shocked. I mean, especially because they've already beat... Uh, the Patriots once this year, they mm-hmm. pretty much controlled Tom Brady yep. for a good portion of the game. Yeah. And I just don't know if Andrew Luck could actually keep up with all that pressure, all yeah. that stress. Well, let's
0: let's get your uh, Super Bowl predictions uh, when the Super Bowl happens uh, so you don't get too wrong. on on your predictions now so we'll we'll have you back on real quick just talk Super Bowl um, whenever that goes on so uh, let's talk about why uh, all this matters in the hobby world and we have three players you have three players we're gonna talk about uh, and why they are the key guys this year Um, right what what happened throughout the year you know uh, what what kind of cards they have all right we'll just kind of go in detail with that
1: well I have three guys and none of them are in the playoffs Wow. anymore wow actually um my breakout player of the year okay. is cj anderson running back for the broncos all right and i mean when everybody got hurt was it uh monty ball and yeah monty ball and hillman i think and hillman
0: and they all went down a, uh there was another guy i think and uh, I, don't, I don't know there were a i bunch just of, know that everybody's getting yeah, beat there are a bunch of now. running backs and he was and like the last guy
1: he just just broke out of nowhere i mean he he was a rookie last year had very few autographed cards. Very few. I think mean, he only has 77 total cards in our database. Wow. And uh, for example, his 2013 contenders, as of January of last year, he was at eight bucks. Mm-hmm. He was the low man on the totem pole. Yeah. Right now, he's priced at 30. Wow. I mean, he's more than tripled in value. Yeah. He. And I mean, especially with Tom Brady. Be, I mean, Tom Brady with <laughs> especially with Peyton Manning being hurt. Yeah. And them relying on him to run the ball. I mean, he got to showcase his talents, and I think he's going to be a pretty, uh, a pretty big player for that team next year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially if Peyton... You know, with his status in the air. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's up there in age. He has this massive quad injury, I guess. And I honestly (sighs) don't see how he plays next
1: year. Yeah, I would rather see him retire from playing football, Mm -hmm. take a couple years off, live off Papa John's money, yeah, (laughs) and then come back and be a coach. I think he's going to coach in the NFL, and I think he's going to win more Super Bowls as a coach. Really. Yeah. Oh, he's going to he's a fantastic he'll be a fantastic coach. Uh, that that will be very cool to see. I I know? mean, he's already he might as well be the head coach as it is. He calls That's, the plays yeah, on the field. That is true. They call a play to him. He's like, I got this. Yeah. Don't, don't talk to me. Yeah.
0: No, I, I agree with your C.J. Anderson pick. I mean, he came out of nowhere as far as, you know, especially with fantasy football. I mean, you know, everyone <laughs> went nuts to get yeah. him up, you know, and, oh, and yeah. people picked him up real quick. Uh, and I was lucky to get him in one of mine, so I definitely oh, yeah. reaped the benefit on that. Let's talk about the rookies. This was rookie, an actual, like, a, a decent rookie class. That was a great rookie. This is the year of the wide receiver. Yeah, and, and they definitely showed up. Oh, yes, they did. And, of course, a wide receiver
1: was picked oh, for the rookie it. of the year. If you guys don't know who I'm talking who are you talking about, then you haven't watched football this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rookie of the year, Odell Beckham Jr. Of course. And this guy, by far and away, had the biggest leap I have ever seen in value. Mm. When Bowman came out and they had the Bowman chrome autographs that were in the college uniforms, we priced him at $15 when he first Mm. came out, and he was not selling. I mean, everybody's like Manziel, Bridgewater. He is now valued at $150. Wow. Ten times in value.
0: (laughs) That is crazy. All I can
1: imagine is the guy that bought a bunch of these Beckham cars when they first came out and was like, I'm going to buy up him. Yeah. And now he has like 30 of them yeah. you can turn around and sell them for 150 bucks a pop and wow you're gonna make some good money yeah that's that's pretty and crazy is
0: that an anomaly yeah i mean oh yeah has there ever been someone like that
1: in the hobby you um know? not like that i think most of the time when they have the hype it's i mean you got tom brady yeah you get tony romo he came out of mm-hmm. nowhere you get the guys like that every once every few years yeah but not during his rookie year, the way yeah, he yeah. just—I mean, I've never seen it go that crazy. Yeah, I, it was simply remarkable to see. And I mean, you can
0: also say the benefit uh, to his success was Victor Cruz going down.
1: Yeah, it was definitely—it um, was definitely a key factor. And I, when I, the moment I heard that Cruz went down, I actually picked up Beckham on two of my fantasy teams mm. and kept him on the bench for. One or two weeks, and then they said they're going to start him and I put him in every game. Yeah, thank you, thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, no, I mean, I I
0: was really looking forward to seeing what Mike Evans would do this year. And yeah, he did really well. Yeah,
1: he did pr- pretty all right. Kelvin Benjamin, Kelvin Benjamin did good. Uh, Sammy Watkins did all right. He did really well in ga- in spurts, like mm-hmm. he was like two weeks great, and then a week or two, nah, yeah. Nah.
0: Dante Moncrief with Indy has shown up a little bit. Devontae Adams. Devonte Adams. I mean, he's he's Marteus turning into Bryant. clutch. Yeah, there. This it, it's good to see this. Yeah,
1: because you know the past couple of years, it's been the wide receiver has been going downhill. Well, now they're saying that running backs are going downhill. They're saying that yeah. it's more of a pass heavy league, so it's going to be obviously quarterbacks will always be the top draw. Yeah. yeah. And then, but wide receivers are going to get a lot more credit, and yeah. I think uh, I think that they're due. Yeah. I'm It's good to see a wide receiver do better than quarterbacks. Exactly. Although I will say a runner-up for me is Derek Carr. Really? Yeah. He's probably, to me, he's probably one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best rookie quarterback this year. I mean, he threw for almost 3,000 yards in Oakland as a rookie. That's true. That's. With with who as their wide receivers? Jacoby Jones, I think, is Uh, one of them. James Jones, I think. James Jones, whatever. And it was Jones something. It was a Jay Jones. But, again, it's. That's also a testament to how little people know about the Raiders because it's the Raiders. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So I think that him and Bortles will be something to watch for in the future. Mm. Um, Bridgewater and Manziel, if you have them, I'd dump them. Really? Even I with would. Bridgewater played well as of He late. did, but it's Minnesota. Really? I don't like yeah. Minnesota. Maybe it's because I'm biased against Minnesota. Yeah, I gonna, but Get he, out of I here. Mean, he did He did well, but I just think that, especially Jacksonville, yeah. they have the biggest salary cap budget in the offseason. They have like $61 million to spend. That team's going to beef itself up a little bit. I yeah. think they're going to they're going to shock some people next year. They may not make the playoffs, but yeah. they're not going to be a three and thirteen team next yeah. year. Yeah, I hope not. That you know. So you'll see Bortles' value, I think, jump up. Yeah. So if you can get him cheap now, do it. Do you think Manziel's value will drop next year? He's already dropped significantly. I mean, he's dropped two or three levels of in price i mean he we started yeah. him at 150 250 dollars You can buy his autographs now for 70 bucks you know bucks. yeah it's it's crazy
0: because the beckett football hot list at the beginning of the year was, was all Manziel. pretty much the johnny Manziel hot list but yeah now, everybody
1: was buying his stuff and yeah. i mean if i if i had pulled a Manziel autograph i would have sold it on the spot yeah
0: yeah no it, so. it, it was definitely interesting to see that progression let's go the mvp of the hobby season
1: I uh, yeah i don't i'm I can't believe I'm having to give it to a Dallas Cowboy. Uh-oh. DeMarco Murray. Really? Oh, yeah. He, he by far and away, collectible-wise, he... Uh, Oklahoma guy. Yeah. So That's a double whammy. I guess, yeah, there so. you go. <laughs> uh, for example, his 2011 Exquisite Collection last year was at $150. Okay. Right now, it's at $300. Okay. He doubled in value. Um, his... His contender's rookie autograph, I think, more than doubled. I think it went one and a half times – or two and a half times more. Yeah. So he was at, like, 150 in that now. it was, He used to be, like, 80 or wow. 75 or 60, yeah. whatever. But he's – uh he definitely showed up this year. I mean, the fact that he stayed healthy and got behind a really good offensive line, and he just tore it up. And yeah. having that huge string of games in a row of all those tu- – I mean, was it – how many games in a row with 100 yards? Like 10? Yeah, it was a lot. So he – NFL record. Yeah, it's an NFL record. So, he, I mean, he, he was definitely deserving of the collectible MVP. Yeah. Maybe not the league MVP because it's a quarterback yeah. league, but I think even then he should be in the talks, in the t- at least the top two or three. Oh, definitely. I completely agree so. with that.
0: Yeah, it was definitely interesting to see how DeMarco played throughout the season with his injury history, right. his fumble history, and unfortunately well, the fumbles came they back. They still there, came to, coming. To He's, bite him at the end. You I know? think
1: he had the league-high fumbles loss with eight. <sighs> wow. So he still had... He still has some some issues. Some issues, But again, if you're going to get 1,800 yards out of a guy in a season, I'll, I'll, let, the, the I'll let the fumbles, <laughs> fumbles go a little bit. It's <laughs> I'll not be a little deal.
0: upset, but I'll take the so, 1,800 yards. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it was a great year for the hobby. I think oh, yeah. a lot changed as far as the dynamic of, of positions. So I think it's interesting to see what will happen next year. Yeah. You know, well, uh, Jameis Winston, Mariota
1: just declared for the draft. Another projecting Mariota is number one. Yeah. So well, watch out for that. What because the Titans and the Bucks have the top two picks. Yeah, what's that running back's name from Ohio State? Uh, that, Zeke. Yeah, Zekiel that kid. Elliott. Yeah, he may not come out this year, but he's he's nasty. He's gonna be nasty. And uh Gordon from the mm-hmm. uh, Badgers. Yeah, that kid's gonna go in the top five or ten, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see but what happens what, in the NFL draft. One thing that I noticed about this year that maybe is above all other years that I'm loving is that defense is getting some love.
0: Yeah, J.J. Watts J. J. in the Watt's, MVP race.
1: He's probably going to be second in voting behind Aaron Rodgers just because of his position. Yeah. I think J.J. Watt should win it. Yeah, me too. My I'm, And this is not my wife as a Houston Texans fan telling me to say this. Yeah. This is what I think as a football fan. But he won't just because of that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at the the guy from the Farter Niners that you like uh, – which one? <laughs> the, the rookie. What's the hell's his name? Uh, Chris Borland. That, no, yeah, Borland. Yeah, he was selling like crazy for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got and then Sherman. Got yeah, <laughs> and then you got Sherman. You got yeah. Cam Chancellor. These guys are showing up, and people are recognizing good defensive players yep. finally. So that's really cool to me. Yeah,
0: hopefully they they have a a big resurgence of defensive guys on trading
1: cards, and and the value just rises. I know? just want to see Clay Matthews become a listed player. Let's have that guy become list. Get his autographs up there. Come on, people. Unbelievable. You're you're ridiculous. I know.
0: Well... I think that wraps it up for all the football talk. It's going to be a fun weekend. It will be. Football is football, no I'll, matter who plays.
1: I'm assuming I'll be back in about two weeks to do the talk, yeah, Super talk Bowl. Super Bowl. Show.
0: Bowl. We'll, we'll do that. We'll have a little have, fun. If
1: we lose, you don't have to have me on next week to rub it in. I won't. I probably won't be on next week. Okay. Well, just, I'll
0: still just, talk about it if they lose. Oh, you can talk about it. Just you're not gonna rub it into me. Oh, okay. Well, I might do like a live as we're as we're filming or. Recording, I'll bring a camera phone to your desk and be like, Hey, Justin, Becca Radio, what do you think about the game? And you might hear some expletives. Might have to bleep me out. out. (laughs) Might bleep me out. All right, Justin. Well, yeah, appreciate you coming on. And uh, we're going to let's talk to Chris Carlin of Upper Deck. We're going to bring Eric on, but we're going to bring you back for the closing. Uh, so so, stay tuned, all right? All right, I got to go do some work anyways. All right, so let's go to our feature interview for the week. And uh, there, this man needs no introduction. He is Mr. Upper Deck, Chris Carlin. Chris, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Now, I, I just want to apologize on air because we were going to have you on for the one-year anniversary show, and things just didn't pan out on the sound quality on my end. So I apologize, and I wish I could have got you on that show. Um, but I'm glad we can get you on For this week, because we have tons to talk about, and we have Eric Norton, our hockey guy here at Beckett, and he's going to help us out. So, Eric, what's going on?
2: What's going on, guys? How are you guys? Good. Hey, Chris.
0: I'm just just excited to be the first of the new year. Yes. (laughs) You, You can actually put that down. You are the first interview guest of Beckett Radio for the new year. So go. that's that's something special. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie.
2: I'm writing it down right now. Yeah, write that
0: down. <laughs> so adding it to my LinkedIn right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. So Eric, yeah, there's there's tons of stuff to, to talk about and we have a whole list. So why don't you start it off with. Sure. Us? Hey
2: Chris, I know that uh, Upper Deck has got some some nice prospect uh products coming out. Can you talk a little bit maybe about the AHL and the USA football?
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, again, these are pro- they're niche products. Uh, they, we do very small runs on them, uh, but what collectors love about them is they get a lot of uh, autograph hits out of them. We, just, we load them up, and uh, they're the types of products where you just kind of put them aside for a year or two, and then you go back to them, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this guy's a superstar now, and this guy's amazing, right, right. what have you. So uh, with the AHL set, uh, we've got a lot of uh, great names in there. Uh, Matt Pumple, uh, Sven Andragetto, Shane Gostis-Bear, uh, Seth Griffin, Kirby Reichel, Greg McCaig, uh, just a lot of guys who who we know are going to be great in the NHL and are, are at least going to be very good role players. So we've got all those big names, lots of autographed content in that product. And then the USA Football, uh, which is hitting this week, is a, a, another really cool set where uh, I just opened mine, my product recently, and, and the product looks beautiful. Uh, it's got uh, the top talent, uh, high school talent from... Uh, the U.S. and Canada. Uh, there are some really cool uh, signing day signatures where it's uh, that they signed that day for the for the for the game against Canada. So, uh, really, really cool stuff, uh, and a lot of big names in there. So you've got Samjay Perrine, who uh, uh, plays for Oklahoma. He broke the the rushing yard record set by Melvin Gordon the previous week. Right, um, Justin Jackson from Northwestern, Greer Martini from Notre Dame, Charles Nelson of Oregon, who played in the championship game. Said black, and all of Penn State. So just a lot of huge play. It's a really cool chance to collect, you know, college in a way. Uh, and and guys who you know are probably going to go on to the NFL uh, and and to own their cards or collect their cards three or four years before they're going to have another licensed trading card is uh, is pretty unique.
0: Yeah, you know, and and it's funny that you mentioned with USA Football because you know Jameis Winston just declared uh, for the draft here a little while ago, and you know one of his cards, the USA Football card. Uh, was featured on the Beckett Hot List for a very long time. And, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, and, and and so that's an extremely hot card. So, like you said, you know, this is a type of product that you buy and you hold on to because you know you never know the potential on some of these guys who who you n- might not even know right off the bat. Right. And so it's a huge upside to where uh, to what the future holds for those cards. So I think that's a really awesome set to to get now and just kind of hold on and collect for a couple years and see what happens, you know?
2: The uh, the product yeah, sure. has I'm sorry, Chris. It has uh fourteen hits almost in it. Is that is that right?
3: Yeah, I, I opened up my my uh, my box and I was like, wow, wow wow. I <laughs> see the hits keep coming. So yeah, it's uh it, you definitely get your values worth on it on the product for sure.
2: I wanna talk a little bit about showcase coming up. Last year was one of my favorite products what are we going to see in this year's showcase? Uh, I saw that there's going to be five precious metal gems in it. Is that correct?
3: Yeah. So you're going to have all those those cool inserts, uh, kind of the the throwback inserts uh, with precious metal gems. There'll be the the jambalayas, but more than anything, it's just a, a really strong checklist of of young talent. And you know the the cool thing about this year for the rookie class is a lot of these guys just played in the World Juniors. Right. So you're going to have guys from Team Canada's gold medal winning team and. Uh, Druin and Ekblad and Horvat, and Lazar and Nurse and Reinhardt, um, but other top picks as well. So you'll have Ekblad, Druin, uh, Johnny Goudreau, uh David Pasternak, Yori uh, uh Tervanian, Kuznetsov, the first cards of Pouliot. So um, th- there's just a lot of great talent in there for sure.
2: Gaudreau, I saw today that he's going to try to trademark uh, Johnny Hockey. Did you see that? Did you see that news? He should that's that's going to be I awesome. That, but he
3: definitely should. Yeah. He's, he's, he's incredible you know you, you get to meet these guys at uh, at uh, the the draft and some of the rookie events that we do, and he's just a little guy, but uh, heck of a heck of a skater for sure. Yes he
2: is. and then uh, yesterday we actually opened SP game used uh, here on Box Brothers, and I was really impressed with it the uh, I, I do like the new product configuration. What went into the thought process of changing that from from four packs down to one with but with five hits that's that's great, but what was the thought process behind it?
3: Well, yeah, it, it, is, it is a fun break. I tell you what, because it's almost like you open the pack and it just explodes all sorts of greatness on you. You're like, right. wow, another one, another one. Um, but uh, no, the new uh, product structure is is really good for, we found, for, for group breaks and online breaks uh, because we're seeing more and more of that on these higher-end type products. Um, but it also saved us a bit of money on packaging compared to last year. So Makes sense. Uh, we were able to put more content into the product with... With less filler and just making it all about the the hits uh, has really uh, done a lot to again add value to the product. And I think the coolest part is just it's there's no other set of the year where you could get you know pro- cards that feature memorabilia that you could tie right back to a game, and not just any game. We're talking about the Heritage Classic, the Stadium Series, uh, the the NHL Final. So uh, the memorabilia that is in there is. You know, it could almost be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. So, right. you're getting items that are, are very, very unique, very cool, and uh, are exclusive to that product.
2: We, we pulled two of the Stadium Series cards yesterday, uh, both from the same game, but from opposing teams. And I thought that was kind of cool, actually.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of, like, the Kings, who were featured a lot last right. year, or, uh, the Rangers, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome.
0: Now let's uh, let's go over to the the NASCAR side of things, and with the recent news of Press Pass closing its doors, I just have to ask: Will Upper Deck try and get their hands on the NASCAR market?
3: I, I mean, absolutely. We're always looking at new um, potential licensing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Upper Deck had uh, na- NASCAR trading cards uh, in the late or early late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Uh, but we did we did walk away from that at the time, uh, primarily because you know. it everyone sees oh there's an opening in NASCAR it must be easy and just a cash cow well not necessarily it's 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 a it's a tricky dynamic because there's no player's association so you have to get individual deals with all the players every sponsor needs to be updated they have image approval rights it it, it was a lot of work and there were situations that required us to have a lot of redemptions in products and and that's not something that we want to want to get back into so if we can make it happen where you know the uh, we can get autographs in, in product and it's a great experience for collectors and fans uh, and you know, the, everything values out where we can you know, come up to it with a deal that is, makes sense for us to get the value in there that collectors expect and, and desire, uh, then absolutely.
0: It's something that I didn't really know and understand with the whole NASCAR licensing that there's so much more that goes into it and that's why it's such a harder, uh, I guess, market to grasp and to be successful at Uh, you know, cause I was just wondering, man, you know, NASCAR is up for grabs. Someone's got to take it. This is going to be a lot, but you know, in talking to other people and, and, uh, hearing other sides of the story, I hear it's a lot more difficult, like you said. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with, with the future of that market. Let's go over to basketball 2014, 15 upper deck letterman seems to be a nice break for a lot of collectors out there. And I'm personally a big fan of the monumental logo set. And on your blog, it kind of showcases a lot of those kind of put together all in one. And I thought that was really cool and interesting. But in your mind, what is the set that is, uh, I guess, the, your most favorite this year?
3: Well, again, I, I like the monumental logos, too, because, again, it's, it's a different type of chase. It's uh, kind of like the nameplates, but on steroids because exactly. <laughs> you can make a huge huge configuration to do a whole team logo, but I've seen a lot of collectors get those framed and they just, they Mm -hmm. look incredible. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, uh, But at the same time, I I like the Letterman signature card design a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, While we're, while they are, you know, sticker autographs, little autographs, um, the way it's designed, it just looks really nice. So it's, it's, it's not scrunched on the, uh, you know, scrunched sloppy letter. Uh, signature. It's It looks really nice on the card. It has a very clean look and it, it looks as though it should be there. So um, I think those turned out very, very nicely.
0: Now, let's go over to the, the licensing with the CLC. We all know that uh, that went over to Panini and uh, we'll be getting over there here in the next little bit. Uh, what What's kind of the future of Upper Deck after that deal goes down and is final? Will you guys be more focusing on on hockey, or will you be going more into other sports like lacrosse, or you know the CFL, or things like that?
3: You know, it's it's interesting. It was uh, it was a difficult decision. What what we ultimately came to determine was, you know, it's what we always look at in licensing is can we make a product that fans want uh, that will value out, that will give them the bang for the buck that they desire, and can we can we make it a collectible? Can we produce a limited amount where uh where people where it's desirable where it's not available everywhere and the distributors aren't sitting on cases and cases of it and shops are frustrated and it's selling for under cost a couple weeks after the products out there so uh we want to make products that that make sense for for shops that are have good value for collectors and the way the the CLC uh, licensing ultimately went down was we just had to to tap out because the what what entity was the deal that they were signing up for didn't make any any sense from uh, from creating a collectible product. Uh, so we, we couldn't be a part of that anymore. And it's frustrating because we did a lot to build that category by doing things that had never been done before. So it's, it's disappointing, but we have partners uh, like Notre Dame and uh, some others that will be announced relatively soon. Uh, who want to stick with us and, and work with us on an exclusive basis, and, and we certainly appreciate that. Uh, so yes, there will still be uh, uh, collegiate type products. Absolutely, you know, we're, we're from a trading card perspective. We're, we're a hockey card company, and that's something that uh, has, You know, we're celebrating our 25th consecutive year of licensed NHL and NHLPA trading cards. So that's pretty exciting for us. That's our main focus. We have a lot of other divisions in our company. We do a lot with the entertainment side now, a lot with Marvel, a lot with uh, 20th Century Fox, and which gives us Predator and Firefly and Alien. Um, there's a lot of things happening. So, and and then of course our our memorabilia business. So you know we have an NBA license and we do NFL product on that side. And 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 of course there's there's hockey there too. But you know we've got golf and the biggest players in the world with Tiger and Rory. Uh, we still have Jordan and LeBron as exclusives. We still have uh, Gretzky as an exclusive. So we have all those all those big names for sports that that really drive business. And uh, we're always going to be looking for new opportunities as well. So uh, yeah, main focus is hockey, but uh, lots of other things in the hopper and lots of other uh, other aspects of our business that keep us healthy and and going strong.
0: Now, one more question, Chris. Uh, what? And, and this is probably a great question to start off the year here at Beckett Radio, but what does Upper Deck have in store for this year, whether it uh, ramps up the Random Acts of Kindness campaign, which we love here at Beckett, or or what, what do you guys have in store to kind of give us just a, a, another appreciation for Upper Deck?
3: Well, our, our biggest thing that we've seen in terms of making the, the hobby happier and healthier yeah. is, is just uh, engaging fans uh, on a more personal basis, whether that be on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. It's very important for us to do that. And uh, we've seen that the uh, Upper Deck Random Acts of Kindness program has been a great way to tell uh, some very cool stories, to recognize some very worthy collectors who, who help make the, the hobby a better place. And uh, so we did that for our 25th anniversary of Upper Deck, but it's been so successful we just had to keep it going. So uh, we will. Uh, That will continue uh, this year and hopefully far beyond because, again, it just gives us a nice way to surprise uh, fans. And, you know, collectors always get excited about a mail day, but when they get one they don't expect it. It's awesome to see their reaction. Uh, But the other cool one is, you know, as we celebrate 25 years of Upper Deck hockey, uh, we're getting out and uh, visiting shops throughout the U.S. and Canada. We've already done... Uh, three uh, silver celebration parties, and we have two more coming up in uh, Columbus when we're out, or in the Ohio area when we're out there for uh, All Star next week. Uh, so throughout this year, you're going to see us uh, visiting a lot of shops, a lot of places that uh, trading card manufacturers haven't visited before, uh, because it's important to walk in those doors, see how your your product's selling, talk to the customers face to face, and and get honest reactions and opinions on on what they think, uh, how we're doing, and, and what we could do better. And I think that's very important. and uh, lastly, our heroic inspirations campaign is going to continue, which is another great way. You know, there's so many negative stories written about our industry and uh, that, that kind of make people not want to be involved. To be able to tell stories of incredible athletes, inspirations, who maybe aren't in the pros, but uh, have these awesome stories of, of courage and determination uh, by giving them a trading card and, and doing some of the unique things tied to charity – uh, it gets a lot of mainstream exposure for our category. It helps bring in new collectors and uh, it gives uh, gives our whole industry some nice stories to tell.
0: I'm super excited to see what Upper Deck has in store this year. and uh, I really hope you guys bring back that video uh, card pack thing that you did <laughs> that one time where you <laughs> went to the motorcycle bar and and kind of had just people that you don't expect to open cards. Have a little fun with that. I really hope that comes back this year because that was a lot of fun yeah, to watch. Yeah,
3: packs of the the newest packs of the people will actually be out next week. He, Perfect. Uh, he it's took awesome. trading cards to a uh, improv club. Okay. So, oh. uh, yeah. It's it's very funny to see the uh, improv actors engaging with trading cards and sharing it with with fans who don't expect it. That's again, it's very important for us to to do things that help increase awareness about how much fun it is to open a pack of cards because a lot of people just don't know how different the trading card experience is today than it was in the past.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will definitely check that out and post that on our Twitter. Uh, But UpperDeckBlog.com is is where it's at. So I'm going to be checking that out next week. But, Chris, I really do appreciate you coming on the show this week, and I apologize for last week's mishap on my part. But uh, I think it's a lot of fun to see what Upper Deck has in store. Even though the CLC is going another way, we're excited here with Beckett. And I know Eric's super pumped with hockey. All the time. Uh, Yeah, all the time so we're we're excited to see what you guys have in store and we appreciate you coming on becker radio so have a good one
3: my pleasure guys take care
0: yeah what a great interview with with chris carlin over at upper deck and you know i, I just want to kind of talk about it what do you think upper deck's going to do this year as far as hockey goes do you think they're going to raise the bar uh do you think they have to 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 stay alive in this industry what do you think eric
2: i i think they have to i, I don't think they have to be to stay alive they have a they have a presence, yeah, in the industry. Obviously, uh, twenty-five years of hockey.
0: Well, yeah, and is, it seems that hockey—they're so loyal, right? Uh, you know, so if if you do them right, then they're right. they're gonna they're gonna um, I guess reward you. I guess eh, kind of in a way, makes um, sense. but stick stick close to you. So, I, I see nothing wrong with Upper Deck and hockey, and I actually liked them having hockey the exclusive license. But I don't know.
2: I I. I'm a fan of it. Um I know that some people aren't, but I think when a, a sole company has exclus exclusivity. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> of a of a of a brand. Yeah. It it does a lot to drive up the the secondary market. True. You know, so um I think it's it can be healthy. Mm-hmm. Now there's there's something to be said for healthy competition too. Well, yeah. You know, uh Panini lost her license they were really, really starting to hit their stride with hockey, mm-hmm. so that was a little sad to see. But I, there's no, there's nothing, there's no indications that Upper Deck can't raise the bar, mm-hmm. and I don't see why they wouldn't.
0: And I don't think they would ever lose the hockey license because it seems yeah. like the NHL are, are completely satisfied with what they're doing. You know, and, and right. including uh, more sets with you know the Stadium Series, the Winter right. Classic. You know, I think that helps a lot. You know,
2: I think so too. Um, yeah, th- there's no reason for the for the NHL to go away from them. So. Yeah, no,
0: I, I think it's a, I think it's a great company. You know, I, when I came up in this hobby, I was all about Upper Deck. You know, right. but you know that's when they had basketball and and all these others. Uh, so you know, it's nice to see a company like Upper Deck, 25 years in the making, still do things that you know people are are still astounded by. You know, with like I said with the monumental logo set like when I saw that and when we pulled a card I was like man what is this you know right. and I looked on their blog on upperdeckblog.com and I saw all the logos for a couple cards and it just was like that I how how could you think of that you know right. and when Chris Carlin brought up you know some of these guys are you know framing them you know putting them together and putting and and it makes sense because right. it's a piece of art if you think about it you know and so it's cool how they can raise the bar with each product and and to to see where it takes you, you know. Right. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on, and uh, I guess we'll we'll get you on around All Star Break. A couple we'll, weeks. So yeah, we'll talk mid season hobby awards for the NHL. How about that?
2: I was gonna add one thing. Let's hear. Well, it. Why were, not? I'm sorry. Uh, you, <laughs> you 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 said you know when you came up it was it was all about upper deck. Yeah. You know yeah. we're not. I'm not much older than you, so. You're pretty uh, old though. Oh. You know. <laughs> Also, I like
0: messing with people. I'm also I, fat and bald. Yeah, so, well, I'll get there.
2: Um, <laughs> upper Deck was the big thing for me, yeah. you know, growing up, coming into the uh, the hobby as well. And I think, you know, like tops before them, mm-hmm. Upper Deck was, was the new kid on the block. Yeah. And it's been 25 years now. Yeah. So now they're the old guys, exactly. but they still show you that they can bring it, you know, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So yeah. uh, they're not getting lost in the shuffle. Oh, by, not by any all. means. Yeah, not at all. So, um, I like that about them, and I look forward to what they're going to do this year.
0: I mean, yeah, it just goes to show they're they're not the young ones anymore. They're a major player in this hobby by getting the exclusive contract to the NHL and beating up Panini, who, you know, everything's going to them. You know what I mean? So it just speaks volumes to see that a league stands by one company other than Panini, the big dogs, in my opinion, in this market, you know. So it, it it's it's great to see that because you know it it will if things keep going to Panini's side it'll be weird yeah. to see everything with Panini, you know. I mean uh I just I I can't picture you know Tops not being there. Right. You know what I mean? Tops, you know, competing with Panini or Upper Deck competing. So you know it, it's it's definitely weird but it brings a question up because with companies like Presspass going going under, you know. Uh, I mean, Leaf. They're they're a major player, even though some people don't think they're one of the top guys. I think they they bring it.
2: They have to for and the
0: company, uh, the size that they're in. Right. You know, the stuff that they have to do to put out great products is, in my opinion, harder than the the big three. Just putting out another product another year you know
2: you know they they jump through hoops yeah they
0: do it they do it and they do it well yes they do it well yeah so so it'll be interesting to see uh, in this year what upper deck will be doing but like Chris Carlin said there's tons of stuff that they're doing so it's gonna be exciting so Eric we appreciate it we'll see you next time thanks sir all right so special shout out to Chris Carlin of upper deck he is the official first guest of the second year of Beckett radio so that that's a pretty big that's a big deal yeah yeah so he's, he's gonna put it on his LinkedIn page his, his social media accounts like he said at the beginning of the interview so uh, thanks to him for for helping us out here at Becca radio and giving us the box of black diamond to give away very nice so speaking of giveaways giveaways boom why why not boom. let's just talk about it All right. tons of giveaways from last week's show uh, we have three one year subscriptions to any magazine of your choice so there's three winners there. We have a baseball almanac, brand new, still in packaging. Wow. Uh, yeah, baseball almanac. What else we got? 2014-15 Black Diamond Hockey Box. That's a really good hockey set right there. 2014 Leaf Originals Wrestling. Nice. Uh, we have a Panini 2014 Donruss Baseball Factory Box Set. Nice. And we have Topps 2014 triple threads football it's pretty legit like that's how, that's a, you that's know can can you get any better than that with the prizes i mean one i, one I could say e- yes but it'd be greedy <laughs> that's true one from each card company and then some from, yeah from that's, beckett that's pretty that's awesome lot. shout out to chris carlin tracy hackler uh, uh clay Laraski, and uh brian gray and bill dumas for hooking us up with all these prizes pretty cool so what you guys have to do we're going to continue this So I will pick a winner next week, next Thursday. I will pick uh, six winners, or however many winners I have, uh, total winners. So to win, you can either retweet the show, Tell us what you think about the show on Twitter. You know, uh, just say, "Hey, love the show." Uh, definitely like the NASCAR talk. You know, make it interesting. Don't just say, "Hey, love the show." And be positive. Yeah, and be, be, be positive. positive. That'd be nice. Or you can email us radio at becca.com. Check us out on Twitter at becca radio, so you can do that all on there. But I mean, those these aren't just little giveaways.
1: These, no, these are, these are pretty are big pretty, giveaways. Yeah, these are
0: heavy hitters. Uh, these these are hundred dollar boxes. These are these
1: are. These are up there. Yeah, you know, and you can, remember, you can always bribe me by saying that, that your favorite part was me, big fan. Yeah, and you can put me? a little extra, a couple votes in there for
0: yeah. reason. No, yeah. that ain't happening. No, we're we're uh, fair on this, Becker. We part, are fair. So I've, I'm just. That's trying why to... you're not in charge of the prizes. Yeah. Gosh, I. You just lost those five people. I you, am for sale. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell me you're a fan. I'll give you whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be included in this giveaway, we will uh, pick the winners next week. But you have to retweet our show, email us, telling us what you think, or just tell us on Twitter what you think about the show. And yeah, go from there. All right. So yeah, thanks everyone for listening to Beckett Radio. We are in year two. That is correct, year two of Beckett Radio. Like I said, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. I'm Justin Gruner. We'll see you guys later.